Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is kind of a special medicine walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So, um, I, you know, as some of you may know, I am a reverend for a church called the Universal Church of the Master. And in fact, I am the current president. It is a church that exist, has existed uh, since 1908. And its focus is that each person has their own unique path and should be encouraged to pursue and discover that path. And maybe it relates to an established faith or maybe it's something unique and totally new. And it's a church that has no dogma other than, you know, to treat people kindly, to show respect for other traditions and other faiths, and to be able to encourage people not just to pursue what they believe, but also to empower people by allowing them to become reverends and focus their faith on their belief system. So it is a a really kind of a different type of church environment. And I'm very honored that, you know, as after 110 years, not only is it still here, but it still serves the communities, you know, really internationally. So I was asked to do a talk for one of the local charters that I produced the video for, for their virtual Sunday service. And it had to do with the three ways that Creator answers prayers. And I considered kind of, you know, thinking back and forth as to whether or not I wanted to share that with you. And honestly, I really felt that the things that I shared that were very important to me, very personal for me, I felt that it was something that was, in fact, a part of changing and reclaiming 2020. And so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be sharing the video that I shared with them. So uh, please enjoy. It's a little under half an hour, so it it's, you know goes a little bit longer, but not by a whole lot. But I really think that you'll get a lot out of it. And... Whatever faith you hold, whatever, you know, belief system you have, first off, you know, blessings to you for that. And this isn't about, you know, changing anybody's mind. It's simply about offering an idea as to why things happen the way they do and how our faith fits into that. So I hope you'll enjoy it. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please leave them in the comments section and you can also reach me through the links that are in the description. So, please enjoy. Well, good morning, everyone. I'm Reverend Dr. Eileen Augustine and I am the president of the Universal Church of the Master and it's my honor to be here with you this morning. And it is also an honor and a pleasure to talk about something that has been the foundation of my entire spiritual life. And it was something that uh, my mom said when I was young. And that was that God answers prayers in three ways. 
first know because what you're asking for isn't what's best for you and I only want what's best for you and I'm willing to risk you being upset with me until you figure out that really this was the best possible answer I could have given you. The second way God answers prayers is not yet because even though I know that you're, you want something to change and I'm sorry that you're suffering, if you wait a little bit longer, you'll realize that there's an extra gift in you showing this patience and it will end up being exactly what you need when you need it. And the third way that God answers prayers is, I thought you'd never ask. And this has been especially important to me because of the experience that I had of evacuating. And, you know, I'm right here next to the river. And none of this was supposed to be here. None of this was supposed to still exist. And we were told that, you know, the fire was too close and that nothing would be saved. And I prayed, I prayed hard that if it was within Creator's will that I be able to have a home to come home to. Now, my prayer was answered and I have a home to come home to. Sam, I'm going to chew on a stick. <laughs> but the thing is, is that there were other people who left who prayed just as hard as I did and yet they didn't have a place to come back to. And I've been talking to friends and neighbors up here and those who lost their homes, you know, they were, it's like, did I not pray enough? Why did God answer your prayer and not mine? Did I pray wrong? And one person was even told by someone who I would like to think did not intend to be that cruel, but who said, well, maybe you prayed to the wrong God or maybe you prayed in the wrong religion. Sometimes the answer is no. And it's not because we did anything wrong. It's not because we're being punished. It's not because our karma is bad. Sometimes things just happen. And I mean, I don't think there's any of us who has said a prayer and got ans the answer yes immediately on every prayer they did. There's always times when the answer is no, whether it's praying that a loved one will survive an illness and they don't, or praying that, you know, we win the lottery because we've got a lot of bills and, and we have a lot of financial burdens and we don't win. We can make vision boards and we can pray and we can meditate and we can manifest and pos positively visualize and the answer remains no. And the answer remains no, not because Creator doesn't love us. It's not because we don't, you know, that we did anything wrong. It's because that in the big picture, further down the line, something will come and something will happen that will make that no make sense and we'll understand that we 
that we needed to hear no. And it is, it's hard. It really is so hard because, you know, it's like, well, aren't you there? Aren't you there, God? Aren't you their creator? Why wouldn't you answer my prayers? Why would you answer someone else's? I mean, of all the people that win the lottery, there are millions who didn't, who prayed very hard for it, who manifested, who did everything they knew. And it doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It just means that that is not what serves you best. And I always go back to the idea that I can hear, you know, when I, when I want something really bad and it, the answer's no, and it turns out it didn't happen, and I think to myself, did I do something wrong? And I hear a little whisper in my ear saying, I love you. You didn't do anything wrong, but I need you to trust me. Can you do that? And it'll all make sense. I lost my home, the home that my parents had purchased in 1970, the home that three generations of my family had lived in, and the home my sister left this life in. And it was because it was in the whole subprime loan thing and I applied for a loan modification and I put in my prayers and I put in everything and I got the response and the answer was no. Now, when I did that, when I sent out that application, I asked the universe, I asked Creator, am I going to save this house? And the answer was absolutely yes. And then something made me ask, Am I going to live in it? And the answer was absolutely not. So when I got the notification that the house wasn't saved and that I would end up losing the home, I said, hey, you said that I would save this house. And there was a pause. And the answer that came was, you will by giving it up because you don't love this house anymore. All you see are its flaws. All you see are the burdens that it creates in your life. All you see is the ways that you are not happy with it. And this house deserves to be loved. This house has a spirit. And I realized that that was true. I had stopped loving that house. I kept it out of obligation. I kept it because I believed that I, I had to in order to honor my family and not to honor my parents. But when I thought about it, no, I didn't want to be there and the house could feel it. And there had not been laughter in that house in a very long time. And so, you know, by giving it up, I would save it. But I did ask because, you know, I always feel I've got the right to ask. It's like, well, why didn't you explain that? Why didn't you tell me that? And the answer was, we gave you the answer. You attached the story to it that you wanted to attach. And I thought, fair enough. That makes sense. And the thing is, by losing that, by being told no, by having that prayer answered no, 
I ended up with the home that I had dreamed of since I was a child. My little cabin in the woods surrounded by trees near a river. I could not have had that if the answer to my prayer was yes. Now sometimes God answers prayers not yet. And that can be really frustrating. Sometimes that's more frustrating than a flat out no. Because that means we have to show patience. It means that we have to wait. It means that we have to be able to hold that faith for a longer amount of time. And it is a test of faith. But once again, when I'm told, not yet, I hear that little whisper saying, but do you trust me? I have brought you this far. I have never left you alone. So can you trust me over this little bit? And my answer is always yes. Because Creator, to me, has proven that that trust is well placed. And it's important to be able to figure out that level of trust, uh, the trust that we have the trust we're willing to give. I know Creator loves me and wants what's best for me. And the best part is Creator knows what's best for me even when I don't. When I'm caught up in a moment, when I want something to happen because it's what I want in that moment. And I can't bring myself to see the big picture or look it down the road. And sometimes, yes, that weight can be a long weight. Sometimes that weight can seem just unbearable. But at the end of it, something always comes out that is that much better. I remember back when um, I was in my 20s. I was in, yeah, my mid-20s. And I went and saw a psychic at the Renaissance Fair. Her name was Rebecca. And she was amazing. The first time she did a reading for me, she told me something was going to happen in 72 hours. And it was almost exactly 72 hours. This thing that there was no way it could have happened, happened. And then the next time I talked to her, she told me that I would step up into my spiritual power. Sorry that she would step, that I would step up into my spiritual power in my mid-40s. So I had to wait 20 years. So I figured it's like, I'm going to be in my mid-40s when this prediction comes true, that suddenly I would, because at that time I was not involved in any spiritual practices. I was not involved in anything like what I do now. And she told me that this would be my life, but it would take 20 years for it to happen. Well, 20 years later, it was exactly the way she said it would be. And it is, it's funny because I could have made other choices during that time. That was, that was one possibility. It was one chance out of all of the possibilities of the paths that my life would go. And that was the one that I wanted. 
And that was the one that happened. And I know that that happened because Creator set it into motion to make sure, okay, 10 years down the line, these doors are going to open for her. 20 years down the line, this is what's going to happen. And it's, you know, it was very much about things that I chose, you know, because at that time uh, I was married and, you know, we were just, you know, it was right before we started having children. And I, my life wasn't about that. And yet, Creator knew. Creator had already seen all the things that would be set into motion that would change the direction of my life forever, really. And I, I was willing to trust in that. And when you can trust that even if you don't get what you want, even if you don't feel that sense of Creator's presence in your life, that you feel you're alone, you're not. Creator is there. Creator is present. And my mom, who had a lot of my favorite sayings, another one of her sayings was, I don't know what's in the big book, but I will always trust the one who wrote it. And she was a woman of profound faith. Even when, you know, when my sister was sick, well, actually when my dad was sick, and my mom prayed for him to get well, and he passed. And my sister was sick, and my mom prayed for her to be well. Everybody prayed for her to be well, and she passed. And then when my mother became sick, and she prayed for her to be able to be well and to help raise her grandchildren. And she told me that she actually said, you owe me this. The other two prayers didn't get answered, but you at least give me this. And she passed. But she passed with the peace of knowing that no matter how bad things were, but God never left her. God was there for her. And God trusted her so much to understand what it meant to be told no. That it doesn't mean that God didn't love her. It, does, it didn't mean that God wasn't there for her. It meant that God was there even closer because I think when we are told no, when we have to face those hard times in life, when we have to face loss, I think those are the times that God is closest to us than any other time. Because Creator, my Creator, my vision of Creator, has never left me alone, even when I turned my back on Creator. When I said, you know what? You know, you took three members of my family. As far as I'm concerned, we're done. And Creator still wasn't done with me and was patient and understood that I needed time to heal and I needed time to be able to, to feel again, to trust again. Because it wasn't that I hated Creator or even I was mad, but I was mostly afraid. 
I was afraid that if somebody who had the faith that my mother had, if if she couldn't get the things that she prayed for, what you know, what chance did I have? And God just kind of waited for me to be able to calm myself down. Because by remembering and knowing that there will be times that I will pray for something and I will not get it. But something so much more amazing is waiting for me. And all I have to do is wait for it. All I have to do is keep showing up. All I have to do is trust. And yes, when times get traumatic, that trust can be hard. It can be hard to look at the wounds that are in the land. How it, it physically hurts to feel what has happened to the soil and the land and the earth. To see people standing in front of the home that they loved and now it's nothing but burnt wood and ashes and watching their pain. You know, that's hard because I know that they prayed really hard. The firefighters who were out fighting the fires knowing that their own homes were burning and yet stayed to save the mountain and save everyone else. Our prayers are always answered. It's just not always yes. Because like I said, like a good parent, Creator knows that sometimes we need to understand what it means to be no. We need to understand what it means to struggle and to suffer and to have to trust in our faith. I know that wherever my path leads me, Creator's going to be there, right next to me, where they've always been. And through hard times, through traumatic times, we were never promised a pain-free life. And I believe that the pain we experience has a meaning. It's there to teach us something. And sometimes the burnt hand teaches best. Sometimes it's important to just understand we need to trust. We need to be willing to trust the one who wrote our big book. And when the answer to our prayers is yes, I know the Creator is celebrating with us as happy as we are because Creator wants us happy. I believe that to my core. I believe that Creator wants us to be happy and to be well and to be, to be enjoying life. And sometimes life is fun until it isn't and it sucks until it doesn't. But we can hold on. We can have faith. We can trust. We can believe that there is a consciousness that loves us and that wants us to do well and is even willing to let us be angry and resentful and rail and say, I hate you. Because God knows that ultimately we will realize that things happen for the best. We will realize that even though it was painful, sometimes life is painful. And that certain things, the end of 
you know, the, our time here on earth, we will all experience that. We will all ultimately leave this experience. And that's okay. Because it's not about how long we stay, it's the meaning we give to the time that we're here. And we can do that through learning, we can do that through growing. And sometimes when we go through difficult times and challenging times and hard times, and we make it out the other side, sometimes the meaning to that is the fact that we can be able to help somebody else do that, that we can help others, we can build that bridge for them, help them to have faith when they don't feel it. No, not yet. And I thought you'd never ask. That is carrying me through some very difficult times that I'm in right now. And if you're in difficult times first, I'm sorry. And know that you are loved. Know that you are not alone. Know that you are not abandoned. And please, please, please know that you didn't do anything wrong. You're not being punished. It's just we're not meant to get everything we want because ultimately it's not about getting everything we want. It's about getting what we need. And we can do this with creator, with one another, with community. We can help each other through those hard times. Sometimes we need to make new choices for the answer to go from no to yes and if it's not yet maybe it's not yet because we need to be able to take different action we need to do different things in order to create different results so maybe creators just waiting for us to make those new better choices and then we get what we want we get what we pray for or we get something even better because frankly, I think creator's imagination is far more extensive than mine. And the best things, the most amazing things I can imagine are nothing compared to what creator can imagine for me. So yeah, if creator's got a better idea, I'm all for it. So be at peace. If you're suffering, understand that that suffering will pass. Understand that there is someone who is carrying that light for you and who, when you reach the point when it's right, will give you everything that you need and know that you're not alone. So thank you. Thank you for joining me in this moment, in this place, in this space. And I wish you every possible blessing and every possible prayer that will make you happy. Just be willing to have the peace to know that if it's one of the first two answers, maybe it's just waiting for you to be able to do something new, for you to take a step. And that can turn the no and the not yet into the I thought you'd never ask. Be blessed, everyone. I love you. And I wish you every blessing from my heart.
to yours.